couple weeks ago, I went with a couple friends to the dump. We had to I was, drop some stuff off. So you were I there remember with that me. because I was one of those. Yeah, friends. you were one of my buddies that was there. Um, you remember that day? I remember right? dump day. Great yeah, day. Yeah, dump day. We were clearing some stuff out. Had to go to the dump. Uh, drive up to the little window. They give you your hat. They give you a hard hat, vest, everything. Yep. Um, anyway, that night, I had a dream that I went back to the dump. You had a dump dream. I had, yeah, I had my dump dream, and it, it was like it's like it's calling you back to the dump. Yeah, the dump's calling well, you back, dude. But it was funny because when I in that dream, I was like. I was, I was, like, with somebody that hadn't been before, you know? Yeah, and you were showing them the ways of the dump. Yeah, I was show, yeah exactly. I was showing them the, like, I, I was, like, you know, first you pull up here and they give you your helmet. I've um, been here before. You're, like, I'm a regular yeah. at the dump. And you know what it's like? It's like the noodle dream from Kung Fu Panda. You're familiar yeah, with the noodle dream. of course. So. He finally, so, yeah, Poe's father. Yes, Mr. Ping. Mr. Ping, who's a. A duck. A duck. Yes. And he's a panda. Yeah. And, and he's a, he's noodle, he runs noodle, a, noodle folk. Yeah, he runs a noodle shop, mm-hmm. and he wants his son to have the noodle dream. Yeah, he wants his Correct. son to follow in the footsteps. I guess it's yeah. a tradition of the Ping family. But, okay, so, so yeah, Poe, but here's the kicker. The yeah. Here's the kicker. Poe was dreaming about, dream about karate because he loves karate. Kung fu. Kung fu. He loves kung fu, dude. Mm-hmm. He was dreaming about that, but his father thought he was dreaming about noodles. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like like with me, and my dad's like, hey, have you had the noodle dream yet? And I'm like, no, nah, but I had the dump dream. Yeah. I had my dump dream. You had your dump dream? Yeah. Which I feel like it's calling me back. I, I got to go back to the dump. We got to go back to the dump, yeah. dude. We got to go back. It'd be funny if, like, your dad was, like, trying to make you follow in his footsteps, but you wanted to be, but you you yeah. really want to be, like, a... A, a dump, garbage man. A garbage man. That's what that's called. Yeah. <laughs> dump man. <laughs> you want to you follow in your own footsteps. Dude, but hey, a, you know what? I got a lot of respect for the garbage community. Those guys, they make the world go around. Yes, they do. <laughs> this is a pro, uh, yeah, a pro garbage, garbage man, man or podcast. woman, garbage man or woman podcast. I'm glad we we am glad we cleared that up. Thank you. Hello, hello, <laughs> hello, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the podcast. Please talk to me. Yeah. So this is the actually in uh, the canon uh, storyline. Of this podcast, this is the first official time we are dropping the name over much discussion and argument. Name reveal. We have finally come upon the name. Please talk to me. Yeah. So, thanks for helping us out on that journey, everybody. And I am Seth. Yes, that's Seth. I'm Luke. Today, we are joined by a very, very special guest, somebody who... We've talked about him on the podcast before. We've discussed him. He's been with us for a long time. long time. Through thick and thin. Mm Mm-hmm. He's, we can always count on mm-hmm. this guy. It's my pleasure to introduce our good friend, Mr. Connor Scholl. Introduce yourself, Connor. Hey, everybody. I'm Connor, and I'm friends with them. Yeah. Yes. Friend Connor, Connor is our friend. He is our... Uh, mentor, if mentor? you will. Mentor? Yeah. yeah, I would... Honestly, oh, yeah. no, you've, I've, you've taught me a lot. Yeah. I've learned a lot from Connor. <laughs> um, one thing about Connor is that he is very fascinated with dreams. Yes, that's true, which today we will be covering the topic of dreams, but before that, we have another topic that we want to discuss, and that is the we simulation do? theory. Okay. <laughs> We're going to jump into that right <laughs> away. We're going to jump right in, <laughs> all right. Now, I'll go ahead and do a brief overview of the simulation theory, if you will. So, simulation theory is a theorem 
or theory that states that the world as we know it is not a true physical world. It is, in fact, a simulation, a computer program. Mm -hmm. So we are hooked up to some sort of mechanism in which our consciousness is placed into a computer world where everything that we do is not actually done. It's done inside of a fake simulated world. Mm. And that's not the actual uh, definition. That's just Luke was just speaking out his butt. <laughs> Then. But so it's true. The, what is the well, real no, definition? No, no, no. I'm just saying that's not that's not the Webster dictionary <laughs> definition. But it's yeah, like that my, sums it up. I liked my explanation. <laughs> of that it, sums actually. it up pretty much. And it's I've been thinking a lot about it. <laughs> and uh, do you believe it? Uh, I don't know. If, I don't know. It makes sense to me. I think I want to. I want to just give our thoughts on it for a while, and then uh, I'll, I think we should say whether or not we believe it. Okay. <laughs> well, right. What do? Connor, have your, are you familiar with it? Yes, and, okay, here's what I think about it. Okay. I had, like, for a while, I had a hypothesis that Sprite Cranberry was not real, and it was just some sort of glitch in the simulation, because I would see all kinds of ads for it, the, like, animated one with LeBron James, yeah. Yeah, where he's yeah. like, you want Sprite Cranberry? And yeah. I could never find that anywhere. Like, I could never find Sprite Cranberry in any store. And then I <laughs> looked it up one time. Like, I went to the Sprite website, and they had it, like, all advertised, and then I looked for the stores that were supposed to sell it, and I went to every one of them, and none of them had Sprite Cranberry. Yeah. And so I thought the simulation was just playing a trick on me. Well, yeah. Well, it's that, hard to find. It's a hard commodity <laughs> to find. I, th I think that that also kind of plays into uh, the Mandela effect, which I think that the Mandela effect is kind of stupid, because it all revolves around people just not knowing when Nelson Mandela died. I remember, like, hearing about Nelson Mandela do you, dying. Do you remember that? Yeah, like, I remember hearing about it, like, when I was I was younger, but I remember, it, like, you know. And so everybody's like, oh, like, oh, it's, he died in prison? And it's like, no, you're just wrong. Like, it's not like a, you're just yeah, wrong. Yeah, some of the stuff, and, and people like to point out the... Mandela effect a little too much. Yeah, and it's, like, I don't, it's, it's, it's like, like you remember things one way, but they're actually another. And like a popular one is like you know in Star Wars, Luke never said "I am your father." He said, "What? What?" He said, "No, I am your father." No, actually, Darth Vader. Said no, he that. never said. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> he, Darth Vader never said, "Luke, I am your father." He said. No, no, I am, I am your, your father. father. Which that yeah. also I know because my name is Luke, and I always have people saying, Luke, "Yeah, I am your they father. were and I'm like that's not the real line." <laughs> that was probably the first thing you were taught. When you yeah, were, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but yeah, people like to bring that up a lot. So, and, but like, and it's just it's, like it's supposed to be yeah. like evidence of multiple worlds, or so. Like it's supposed to be like an alternate dimension. It's like another dimension has seeped into ours, or crap like that. And it's like no, it, all all that that is to me is just like people remembering things wrong, yeah. and then like. Uh, being but, a past it's the telephone game yeah exactly but it's also like you know it's like groupthink. you know everybody's yeah. believing the same thing and you know that yeah. i've never thought there was anything yeah to however the matrix the mate i was gonna bring simulation up the matrix. i was gonna bring up the matrix much interesting much more interesting so i i, I um, here's the thing about the matrix yeah go ahead the first movie is great you know classic movie yeah have you ever seen the sequels no, I, I actually haven't. They're I not wanna, as good. I also want to see. They did like an animated, like yeah. Well, it's like that. it's like a couple animated short films that are all together. I yeah, forget yeah, what it's yeah. called. Probably the Matrix animated. No, but it's <laughs> yeah the uh, the sequels. They're kind of reaching for straw. They're kind of grasping <laughs> for straws. I've never. Um, I haven't seen them. I, I need yeah, to. I haven't well, seen any of the Matrix movies. Honestly. Really? <laughs> yeah, I haven't. Well, we'll we'll go ahead and and, and cover the Matrix. Not the mate. We'll cover the simulation well, enough. Okay. Well, the thing you'll get it. The thing about 
the simulation theory that interests me is, you know, we already we already have AI. Mm-hmm. I mean, not AI. We already have VR. Yeah. We already have, like, virtual reality. Mm-hmm. And actually, over the summer, we all... I'd never done it before, but we all played a game on mm-hmm. Oculus Rift. Yeah. And I remember... Uh, being in it, like I didn't expect it to feel yeah that real yeah you know mm-hmm. I, I I've been talking I have been talking about this before where like before I was actually in the VR headset I kind of thought it's just like oh it's not really that because mm-hmm. cool. I know I I've seen like they have a game for VR where it's like you're walking on a plank on like the edge of a building yeah yeah you I've know and people are like whoa it's like it feels so real you know? and I'm like. I don't think yeah. so. But after just playing this other game, mm-hmm. where it wasn't that game, it was a different one, it feels so immersive. It does. Like, it right really when you does. put the headsets on, it's yeah. like... well, And, like, and when you come out of it... It's weird, yeah. It's weird. You it's gotta, a like, weird get back to normal. So, like, if that's where it's at now, mm-hmm. you know... And just, like, what? A couple, like, years ago, we had, like, Game Boys, and, like, mm-hmm. before that, we had... You know, just like Pong Man, and stuff. Sticks, sticks and rocks. <laughs> yeah, we had sticks. <laughs> yeah. Dude, yeah. Like, imagine where, like, that's going to go in the future. Like, mm-hmm. it's going to be, like, so real. Yeah. But, um, yeah, but I, I, I think that one thing that interests me about this whole simulation concept is, like, so if we are in a simulation... Does that mean that I'm the only thing that's real, or are is like are you a real person? Are mm-hmm. you a real person? Are yeah, you yeah, part yeah. of the simulation? You yeah, know is I mean? it just one person experiencing it? And if so, if if it is just me, then the idea of the simulation was given to me by the simulation. I didn't come up with that on my own. I heard mm-hmm. that from somebody mm-hmm. else. You know, right? Yeah. So, but then I think it also goes further than that because it's like if it is true, is it? aliens that put us in here is it mm. like in the matrix is it the machines is it other humans my part is some test in a laboratory well the way i think about it is like if it's chances are that if a virtual reality does exist that's like indistinguishable from real life mm-hmm. you know then it was probably created by humans a long time ago mm-hmm. you know or like some other race of stuff or something some other like yeah mm-hmm. i don't know yeah. Connor, what do you think? Yeah, what, what are your thoughts? Well, I think, so, like, ever since I started learning, like, coding and stuff, it's really weird, because, like, just a lot of our behaviors and stuff, like, just seeing how, like, AI is coded and stuff, mm-hmm. it's like, we're really not much different from them, and I mean, like, if we're shaping AI in, like, our image and, like, the way that we think, then, like, who's to say that something else didn't shape us in the way that they think? Yeah, mm-hmm. I want to give some context to the audience here. Connor is a computer science yes. major, correct? <laughs> and a genius. Yep. Engineering major, <laughs> yep. And a very smart, probably one of the smartest people I know. Oh, thank you. Um, probably the smartest person. But I'm, I'm interested to hear more about what you've learned about AI through stuff like that. I want to hear you talk about that. Well, like, it's just, I mean, whenever you're, like, programming stuff to, like, work on its own, you kind of, like, give it a basis of, like, what it should do, and then it builds off of that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like humans aren't really any different. Like, it's just... And who's to say that we aren't even, like, like everything we do isn't programmed. Like, we feel like we have a conscience, but who's to say that AI don't feel like they have a conscience? Mm-hmm. That's, That's true. true. Well, but we haven't achieved, like, true sentience in AI. Yeah, we? no, I don't think so. Yeah, because basically, so the distinction there, true artificial intelligence is intelligence that can, like, what what makes it that next step to sentience? sentience. Um, I don't know how you say that. Well, word. I don't know. I mean, artificial intelligence now, I think it's just, like, it just, you, you program it to, like, make decisions on its own. Like, you teach it how to make decisions on its mm-hmm. own, 
And then it just builds off of that and, like, constantly is, like, evolving mm-hmm. to learn more. Yeah. So, but I don't really know exactly what, like, true sentience would be in an artificial intelligence. You guys... The ability, Sorry, is, it, is it possibly the ability to feel? I don't know. Machine... Your, your program doesn't feel. Yeah. It's a program. Yeah. But if you... Let me say this. If you program it to feel... Is it actually feeling, or is it just programmed to feel? I don't know. And who's to say that isn't what we are? Yeah, I know. You know what I mean? <laughs> I do think it's interesting. One time I watched a video. I believe it was a Kyrgyzstan. I never, I never know how you say what the name. It's a YouTube channel. It's like Kyrgyzstan. Oh, yeah, I that. They, they do like scientific kind of videos. Very interesting. I recommend them to anybody listening to this. Go check out Chris. <laughs> okay. Good luck spelling it. Because I don't know. I can't, <laughs> I can't pronounce it. So yeah, based off that gibberish loop. <laughs> but anyway... They did a video about basically different levels of a civilization. Yeah. And, like, the first level is a civilization that can use its the resources that are right around them to, like, become more advanced. Like, you can use sticks and stones to make tools, right? The v- very basic level yeah. of interacting with your surroundings to... Chimper for, level. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like, 2001 A Space Odyssey... They use the bone to, you know, that that level. Mm-hmm. The next level, you start to use natural resources in a bigger way. For example, um, wind turbines or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, mills. Um, agriculture, I think, even involves in that. But you're, you're making energy through your surroundings using uh, the resources. Uh-huh. The third level is full control over your planet in that regard. You know, you're, you're creating energy on a full scale of the entire planet. Mm-hmm. Um, they say that we're somewhere between two and three. Yeah. And then four is you can use your planet and the surrounding planets around you yeah. are all being used to further your, you know, your civilization mm-hmm. and create energy for you. And then you know, five is just an entire galaxy that's all being manipulated and used by you. Mm-hmm. Or not you yeah, as yeah, in yeah. a civilization. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, it just gets higher and higher to, like, basically if... You know, if there was a civilization that high, like, they might just be, like, God-level to us. You know, like, they may be so advanced that, to them, we are, like, ants. And they, like, yeah. they don't see us as, you know what I mean? Yeah, Which, yeah. that's very interesting to me. And then I've also heard that, you know, maybe our civilization has been manipulated by these things. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And, like, we wouldn't know about it just because they're mm-hmm. so much higher advanced than us. But that kind of stuff is very interesting to me. What are your thoughts on that, Connor? I mean, I think, I also think, because I wondered before, like, what if a civilization created us, but then, like, that civilization died off, so there's Mm -hmm. no way of us knowing that there even ever were there? There's, well, what if we're, like, you know, if simulations do exist, and what would stop people in one simulation from creating another simulation? Mm -hmm. So, then it becomes, like, exception. Yeah. But I think, I believe that there's, I think it's called the Fermi Paradox. I could be wrong about that. But if, I, if I'm right, the Fermi Paradox is basically stating that the likelihood of other civilizations existing between us is high. You know, like, like other, yeah. other galactic places, you know, just because of how, how much time has existed in the universe. But we have zero evidence of it. You know, because we've, we've seen a, quite a bit of the universe. And you would think that we would have come across, like... Run down buildings, run down spaceships, something that tells us that something used to live there. Mm. But there's none of that anywhere. Yeah, that's true. Which I think could possibly maybe just be that because of how 
harsh the elements can be out in the universe, universe, something like that would be destroyed, just diminished to dust, you know. Mm. But I, I think that's called the Fermi Paradox, but I'm, I'm not sure. I'm going to double check. But <laughs> Okay, fact check. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, like, also, I was seeing something that said, like, the chances of us being, like, the first instance of life, you know, like, there was nothing and then just we were here, mm-hmm. you know, is, like, or, like, very, very small. Yeah. You know, which is interesting to me. But I, I, I do want to clarify I was right. It's the first <laughs> okay. Um, but, yeah, uh, anyway, to kind of reel this back into our central discussion here, I liked, oh, I think it's interesting what you said about how, like, one simulation has another simulation inside of it. That yeah, has yeah, another yeah. simulation inside of it. That, you know, because, uh, who's to say that, isn't it? Who's to say that maybe there's some greater civilization that's manipulated us and has put us into a simulation? Mm-hmm. Who's to say that something even more advanced didn't do the same thing to them? Right. Someone, I, I just keep on thinking someone really smart's probably listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> We're making yeah. fools of ourselves. <laughs> yeah. But, hey, I got the Fermi paradox right. So. <laughs> hey, that's... There you go, check. smart man. <laughs> Check one. <laughs> but, uh, do you guys think you could ever love a robot? Um, I've seen her, so. Uh, <laughs> so. I've seen, yeah. I've seen Jexy. Is I don't know. Jexy, yeah, Jexy's the one with, like, the guy from Workaholics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if we can create, like, if we eventually could create things that are, like, close enough to humans, I feel like people could fall in love with that. If well, like, think, okay, well, here's, here's something interesting. Mm-hmm. So, like, say a loved one of yours dies. I know where you're going with this. Keep going. You know where I'm going with this? <laughs> I think so. It's a, a loved one of yours dies, and they have, like, the technology to put their, like, mm-hmm. their soul, their spirit, or whatever, mm-hmm. into uh, their likeness. Their you know, intelligence, yeah. Yeah. In, into some kind of program, machine or yeah. program or, like, robot that's, like, indistinguishable from them. Yeah. You know? I don't like that. Yeah, that would but freak me out. Uh, and it's also, yeah, I don't know. And it's, like, playing with, like, fate almost well, not fate but like it, it, i think it really plays with just like identity as a whole yeah because it's like is is that you yeah because like okay let's say that the technology is complete right like mm. we can truly put somebody's consciousness into a program of some kind mm. where all your experiences and everything you have all that yeah and it's just like that person's still there yeah you know but is that actually that but yeah you'll know but you know that that's not them. But is it, though? Well, like, I, I feel oh, like yeah. if you had the ability to put their, like, the soul in a robot or something, then I feel like you'd, like, I feel like at that point, like, if we just had the technology to just pluck someone's soul out of their body and, like, put it into a robot and we knew that that's what was happening, I would be fine with that, I feel you like. Think so? well, I, but I when think does it play with, like, natural, like, mm-hmm. you know, because, like, humans need to, like, die at some point, yeah. you know? That, that's, you know, the argument of, like, oh, if you would live forever, could you? I would definitely not live forever. No. I, like, I, I, I want to die. <laughs> yeah. No, but, like, you know, um, I think that that also is kind of playing into, like, something that I was thinking about, where if we get to a level of being able to create sentient artificial intelligence, when does that become, like, a moral issue? Because, like, yeah, exactly. when does that robot actually have its own identity, its own feelings, its own personality, mm-hmm. where... We can't have that, like, you know, mm. as our Siri, because it's a it's a being, you know? It, oh, yeah, you're you know saying I mean? like, you couldn't enslave it. Yeah, well, no, yeah. Like, on a civil rights type of mindset, yeah. like, at what point does that become morally wrong? Yeah, I mean, it would be messed up to bring your mom back from the dead and just have her, like, yeah, work for you. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> but I'm saying, like, 
just robots and like you've seen the videos of like where they're making those like mobility robots and they push them over it you know yeah hilarious yeah (laughs) but like you know of course those robots aren't thinking and they aren't feeling yeah but what happens when we get to a point where they are yeah exactly you know what i mean who's to say that but like and that's interesting because like what if another civilization... It's weird, because, like, what if another civilization was having this exact same conversation when about, they were... Yeah, about, yeah, about us, about whenever us, they were... we are the simulation. Yeah. Ooh. That's... Yeah, further than that, what if we are the artificial intelligence of another civilization? That's why it just, like, seems... That, that's why earlier when I was talking about coding, it just, like, it seems more and more likely, because, like, the ability that we're... Or, like, because we have the ability to, like, create mm-hmm. stuff like that that, like, may not be human or, like, feel things, but it, like, represents humans and, like, mm-hmm. resembles them... I mean, like, another civilization, I feel like, definitely could have done that with us. Mm-hmm. It's, I don't know, it's crazy. And you got to think, with the way, like, technology is going and stuff, when is, like, the stuff being released, you know? Like, when is it, like, to, where do we draw the line? Mm-hmm. With some of it, when does, like, it play with, like, you know, natural selection or, like, yeah, I, I think that all, like that? I think that that's all about the context of, uh, like, of humanity at that time. Because, like... Yeah. We, we are just speculating, right? We can't actually think about what it's like to live in a world like that. But for the people that are, they'll have a whole new set of morals, a whole new set True, of, yeah, yeah. of ideals that they care about, you know? So I think it'll just change based on that, really. Because, yeah. you know, the more stuff like that is available, the more people's views on everything are going to change. Right. You know? I heard something that said, like, whatever's released whatever we're seeing released to the public right now like technology wise Mm -hmm. is like we're actually like it was something like 20 or something years ahead of it yeah you know and like what is being like created yeah right now but like what's being released is like Mm -hmm. 10 years behind or something i don't know i'm not an expert yeah well it also makes you wonder just like what does the government have that we don't you know yeah because, you know, they got everything first. Yeah, yeah. That's why I don't like watching those, like, alien shows and stuff, because then it freaks me out, because yeah. some of them have pretty compelling arguments. But mm-hmm. Yeah. I think if there's aliens, though, uh, we'd either know, or, like, they wouldn't want anything to do with us. Yeah, well, I, I think it's also kind of like... I've heard a lot of, argue, of, of discussions about how for, like, an alien civilization to reach us, just based on a technological, you know on a technological side, like, they would have to be much, much, much more advanced mm-hmm. than us just to get here. Right? Yeah. So then in, yeah, in that yeah. mindset, if they are, like I was talking about before, one of these higher-level civilizations based on that scale, how would they feel about us? How would they see us? Like, yeah. would, would they see us as any different from the animals on our planet? Yeah. Would they just see us as a planet to harvest? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, because, you know, you see all these movies about, oh, they're conquering planets, but, like, would they even see it as conquering or would they just see it as harvesting? Yeah. You know, cause like, you know, humans, we, we, you know, it's, it's bad, but we do that where like we take down these forests where animals live and you know, there's some people that don't feel bad about that. Yeah. So I think that if it's a higher level civilization, they would, you think they would idea. be violent towards us? I think it's possible. Mm. Or, or maybe they would just come and research us, but then it's no different than us or doing keep research. Us as pets. Yeah, <laughs> it could be no yeah. different than us doing research on a rat. You know. True. I don't know. What do you What do you think hmm. about that? That's, I mean, that's. I crazy. think. Hey, I'm all for being a rat. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all for. Being I'd be an alien pet. To kind of pull this back into what we we're talking about with the um, simulation theory, me personally, 
mm-hmm. uh, in the Matrix film, I've always sympathized with Joe Pantoliano's character, Joey Pants. He plays uh, Cypher or Cyber. He's yeah, the guy that betrays the, f- the humans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because think about it this way. All right, in the world of the Matrix, so there's the big war between the machines and the humans, whatever. But at this point, <laughs> at this point, the the alien or the robots are getting power from having the humans in those little battery cells, right? Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. humans are in this world that looks and feels exactly like the real world. Yeah. Well, prior to the war, because the real world has been destroyed by the war, right? Right. So that's a win-win situation right there. That, that's a peaceful yeah. situation. The humans are living in this world. Uh-huh. The robots get their energy. That, that's a good relationship yeah. to me. True. You know? Yeah, it's it's not as nice when he takes the, is it the red pill? Yeah, whatever it is. I don't know. When he takes one of the pills that takes him out of the matrix, mm-hmm. it's not things aren't aren't as nice. Yeah, exactly. And like except for the scene, I like the scene where he does karate. Yeah, that is pretty cool. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. But so I want to go ahead and ask you guys. Let's say the matrix is real. You have the option to leave. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What do you do? Well, I have not. I haven't seen the matrix. Well, just, just the simulation is real. The simulation's real, and you're given the option to leave and the simulation. If you or leave, stay. if you leave, everything you know about your life will be different, right? Everybody that you know will be different or not real, maybe. But if you stay, you know that it's not real. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I'd stay. I would stay because like, it's real to me. Well, dude, the thing is, if I found out tomorrow that we are in a simulation, like that doesn't change anything. I mean, I mean, it changes some things, but like, it it, it might change the way I approach things. Yeah, exactly. It might but it like, might change the way I look at things. But got a lot going for me in this world. I got yeah. a whole family and everything. I gotta stay. You I'm know? content, man. What do they have out there that I need? Yeah. that's not robots. Here? Yeah, I feel like I would. Well, so you're saying like I could just Karate. if I had the option, just come out of the simulation. Yeah, I feel like I wouldn't want to do that until I was like about to die or something. Like I feel like at that point I'd be like, oh maybe. I mean, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> yeah, let's see what else. Yeah. <laughs> got nothing else to lose. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean... So, yeah. another question. Do you guys believe in the Matrix? Uh, I don't know. Uh, you know, hey, I'm here for a good time, not a long time. <laughs> what do you think, Connor? Well, so, wait, what, so is the Matrix just, or a, just simulation? a simulation? Yeah, yeah do you believe simulation. in a simulation? Do you believe in a simulation? I don't know. I really don't know. Like, I feel like there's not any way to, like... I don't know. I feel like that. I don't want to like support something without just like a bunch of evidence. So I don't. I think I it makes know. it makes a lot of sense to me, but I don't know if I believe it because I believe, you know, I be, I believe that I, you know, feel things and like mm-hmm. stuff, and I believe that you guys feel things too, and that you're real. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Well, I think, I think I may have said this when we were talking about ghosts a couple episodes ago. Uh-huh. I said that I don't really have any reason to. Yeah. It doesn't really change much. So. I don't really need to believe it. Hey, if I'm give, if Morpheus <laughs> approaches me, I might change my mind. I'll, dude, I'll, yeah, I'll hang out with Morpheus <laughs> and those other all the other dudes they got in there, Tank and uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. And it's been a while. Carrie Ann Moss. It's whatever, been a while remember. since I've yeah. seen. I remember the karate scene though. Yeah, good scene. Good scene. Real good scene. Connor, you have any dreams lately? Um, hold on, let me get my little dream journal out. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was gonna say, I've been collecting my dreams for quite a while now. I've been trying to write them down every time I get them, and uh, it is very helpful. I remember a lot more dreams just by writing them down. I, I used to write down dreams, because yeah. I used to try to get into uh, lucid dreaming, mm-hmm. but 
it's been a while since I've done that. Yeah. I did have a, a dream last night, a nightmare, that I will <gasps> share with you uh, towards the end of our discussion. Scary. So go ahead, Connor. What, 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 tell us some dreams. Give, your, give us some thoughts. I, okay, well, so I, I'm glad that I write down my dreams because, like, I completely forgot I had this dream. But, like, I had a dream that I was at Luke's house, actually. <gasps> and it was just, like, it was really big. And I can't go super into detail because there was one thing that happened in there that was, like, kind of sexist. <laughs> I don't really know. <laughs> I, don't, I, I, I want to know what that is. <laughs> we'll, we'll, well talk off pod. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, um, there were, we were in your house, and there were, like, two sets of stairs. It was, like, I don't know. It just, I wrote down a bunch about, like, how your house was formatted in the stream. Mm-hmm. But, like, on the stairs... Like, the only sexist thing that happened was, like, on the stairs, there was a sign that just said something very sexist, and, like, it was really weird. <laughs> that's in my household. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't a dream. That's just Luke's house. <laughs> but then, um... He's got no girls allowed. Yeah, it just everywhere. says no girls. <laughs> <laughs> but then, um, Luke and I... Oh, yeah, so we, uh... Made fun of that sign because we were like, "How this his family's weird for putting that up." Then, okay, <laughs> I like that I'm on the good yeah. side. <laughs> but so we saw that we were making fun of it, and then we went upstairs, and you had like a huge, just like it was like as big as a field, but it was just hardwood floor and like uh-huh. under a roof. And we played that uh that BB gun game that we used to play at, at Sam's backyard, <laughs> where like we'd run across and you would try to shoot me with a BB gun. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, explain the BB gun. <laughs> okay, so the BB gun game. I, f- I didn't know that you ever played that. I thought it was just me and Sam. I played it once, I think. But, so the BB gun game, basically there's two people. There's a shooter and the runner. <laughs> you kind of see where this is going. So we would uh, stand on the porch of uh, Sam Vassar, friend of the pod. Stand on his porch. Uh, one of you got a gun. One of you is... We always would wear goggles. Always wear sunglasses to protect yourself. And you start at the left side of the yard. And you would have to run to the other side without getting shot. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, sometimes we would do a, a shirtless round, and I'd always wrap my shirt around my head. No, yeah, I remember, because that was the first time I played, I shot you, like, it hit your shirt in your head, and I was like, oh, I'm glad you were wearing that. <laughs> Did you ever get seriously hurt? No, I got... <laughs> Oops. I got, like, a couple of, um, you know, bruises, because I got shot a couple of times, but it's just a BB gun. Yeah. yeah. But those are, dude, those are, like, metal beads. That hurts. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I was wearing sunglasses. I feel like we were also like kind of far away. The shooter and the runner were far away yeah, enough that it didn't. There was quite I got a distance. Yeah, I got but, you. Yeah, so go on. Is that what else happened with your dream? Is that it? Oh no, that was it. <laughs> the end of it. We played the BB um, gun game in your house. That was a good so, dream. So I've I've always known you to be like a guy who likes dreams. Yeah, I like, love dreams. I've always like you know you've always been interested in hearing about my dreams, and I've always liked hearing about yours. Um, and I've really been trying to keep track of mine. Yeah. So let me. I'll go ahead and I'll I'll tell you guys about this nightmare that I had last night. <laughs> Um, I wrote it down. Okay, here we go. So, I was at a party. This, and also, I write these down, and it's usually, like, immediately after I wake up. Yeah. I don't remember otherwise. So, they usually don't make a lot of sense. <laughs> okay, I'm, I want I'm you to read it high. exactly how it's written. <laughs> I was at a party at an apartment, and a bunch of high school people were there. Uh, and then everyone, Sam was there. And then everyone but me and Sam left, and then the apartment became my home. So I was at an apartment, and then it <laughs> yeah, became and it became my home. Because you know how that happens in dreams sometimes. Yeah, like, things will just change. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we were hanging out, and I was wearing a Green Bay Packers mask. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember that. So uh, are you a big fan of the Green Bay Packers? Not particularly. <laughs> uh, Randy, my father, was downstairs. But he came upstairs because he got scared because he heard a deep, raspy voice. 
And I remember this because he was like in the dream. He was like, he was like, I heard something coming from somewhere. It was a weird voice. And he was like freaked out. <laughs> and uh, so I gave him a weapon. <laughs> I remember that I like grabbed the knife. Because uh, I remember like, so there was like the knife. We have like a little knife stand in my house, you know, for uh, our kitchen knives. Yeah, yeah. That was empty. <laughs> but there was like some yeah. knives in the sink. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I gave him washed. one. And it was kind of like a bread knife, you know. Okay. Like, not, yeah. like, not like a butter knife, but like a knife you'd use to cut a loaf of bread. So it's yeah. still sharp. Okay, Randy's not going to last long. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I gave him a weapon, told him to go back down. But then someone pulled up in the driveway, and the garage door started going up, and a bunch of people were about to come inside the house. <laughs> Randy started panicking, and I grabbed a knife and told Sam to defend the house. <laughs> then I woke up. And then I wrote a note here that said... Very weird at the beginning and scary at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for clarifying. But I, like, I remember, I remember that. Yeah, it was a weird dream because like my dad was uh, like panicking. He was like, "Oh no, yeah. no, no!" And I was like, "Sam, we have to defend this house." And yeah. Well, have you ever had a dream like I'll have dreams like that and I'll wake up and I'll be like depressed. I was just scared when I woke up. Yeah, or I'll be scared. Out. I'll be freaked out or just depressed, and then like. After a while, I'll be like, that, that didn't happen. Yeah, or, yeah, or like, yeah, your emotions from the dream carry over. Like, I remember yeah. I had one dream um, where I, I woke up really mad because Sam was, uh, like, in the dream, he, in the dream, like, I was asleep and watching myself asleep, and then sh- Sam came up and shaved my beard off while I was asleep. <laughs> <laughs> and then I woke up and I was like, I'm so mad at Sam, and then I realized that it was a dream. Well, I also, I had another dream that last night as well, because I wrote down in here, then I went back to sleep and had another dream where I was working in construction <laughs> and this woman wanted to interview me because she heard I was a rapper uh-huh. and my construction buddies told her I was Waka Flocka Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember like, uh, I remember that happening. You're constructing, like, I want to hear more about your construction well, I, I, remember, I remember the dream, there was like construction dudes and they're like, yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. he's Waka Flocka Flocka. <laughs> you know, like that kind of thing. <laughs> oh, the... The guys, the dudes. Oh, and you know how sometimes when you're, like, about to fall asleep, you'll, like, do that, like, falling thing? Like, you'll feel like you're... Yeah, and you'll like, jerk awake. Well, like, I had... Sometimes that'll happen to me where I'll have, like, just a little, like, tiny dream happen or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And My... last night, it scared the crap out of me because I was, like, about to fall asleep, and then an Indian man just said, Connor, and I was like, oh, <laughs> and I woke up. I was like, oh, no. It yeah, felt like, and it felt like it, he literally said it in my ear, and I woke up so terrified. Those are, those are dream cereals. <laughs> you ever had those a dream that's come true? No, can't say that. Enough. I, I don't know dreams where like they seem like they're something that seemed like it definitely happened in real life, but like and like at, like I'll have it. I've had a bunch of those like years ago, and now I can't remember if they were real life or not. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I believe in like the dreams, like predicting stuff. Yeah, all that. Well, I think I don't know. Do you think that dreams actually like have meaning? Like, do you think? That, like, yeah, that's what I mean. I don't think they have meaning. Yeah, you don't. You don't think so? What do you think, Connor? I feel like I've noticed every time that like well, I don't know if they have meaning, but like I've noticed that every time. Um, I'm like going to bed or every time I'm like getting in bed I'm thinking about something like I don't know it, it varies every time but like whatever I'm thinking about as I'm crawling into bed like that'll be in my dream or like something like yeah. that'll be in my dream because it's just what your subconscious yeah. is thinking about but like so you don't like you don't think that like do you, do you think that your dreams are like directly related to like something you're feeling or like, I feel like they can be like I feel like they can reflect like yeah. stresses that you're but not always Nah. I agree with that. That's how I see it. Well, I think, I think it's, it's just whatever your subconscious is thinking about. Like, I, yeah. I think that's what it boils down to. But I also think it can just be random weird crap. Yeah. I, I have, I have, I could tell you some weird <laughs> things that I've had in this dream. <laughs> note me. that I have. Well, I do, I won't pull up the list again, but I remember having one dream. I think this is when I was watching Sopranos, um, because I was, like, with the Soprano family, 
Mm. We're like driving somewhere. But, and then it was also like in Minecraft. <laughs> okay. Uh, in like a Minecraft desert. I like that. And we got to like a village and we were in this like village house. But the village house also looked like a room in my house. And then like we were like ducking because I think that like somebody was coming to like get Tony Soprano. Yeah, you gotta protect Tony. And then like, but also like they knew that they either knew it was a dream or knew that the Sopranos was a show, and they're like, "Hey, ratings are going down." <laughs> so, like, I think there was something like that. It was weird. But, yeah. Also, I remember one time I was talking to my dad about it, and I was we were saying like, what if dreams are like some sort of peek into an alternate reality? Like, what if we're just like seeing something that's actually going on in another place? What if it's uh, what if you're getting just little peek outside of the simulation? Yeah. Well, like, it is interesting because Full circle. <laughs> we, like, we know so little about dreams. Yeah. Like, we... I like, about the brain in general. Because yeah. we can't oh, really yeah. look at it whenever someone's alive. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's what, like, that interests me so much. Yeah. Because, like, we... Especially with dreams. Like, science doesn't really know what's going on in Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? And I, they also, you know, like, animals dream. Yeah. Which is interesting. Yeah, because um, like dogs will run. Dogs no. always have dreams where they're chasing stuff. Well, yeah. Anytime my they dogs have... dream, they make this yelping sound. Yeah, like, it yeah. makes me think they're being hurt. Yeah, like, it's such yeah. A Well, dogs really sound. only have one dream. You know? <laughs> they they're all having the same dream. <laughs> what if they have a dream where they're like meeting another lady dog? <laughs> Wait, I mean, Connor, what's the uh, what's the craziest dream you've ever had? Um, or, like, one is good. I well, like the one it's of the scariest ones I had was when I was like eight years old. Like I was really young. And, like, I was young enough to still, like, I was, like, sleeping in the bed with my parents and stuff. Uh-huh. And I woke up, uh, or, like, before I woke up, I was, like, I had this dream where I was just, like, like, Spongebob was the emperor of some kingdom. And he was, like, sitting <laughs> on a throne, like, way up this, like, staircase. Like, he was just, like, this really important guy. And I, like, kneel in front of him, and I was, like, I'm sorry, I couldn't do what you wanted. And then he was, like, he started, like, screaming. And then he exploded into this, like, orange light. And it, like, it, like, woke me up. And I woke up, and I was, like, oh, my God, what does that mean? There's a, there's a lot to unpack there. <laughs> I think that's about your, your fears of, like, capitalist uh, television programming, you know? <laughs> well, I like that you were, everyone was servants to yeah. you. He was a... He was an angry Well, it's like, if that was like a, a Mickey Mouse dream, that would definitely be about that. Like, <laughs> Capitalism. Yeah. Stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah. SpongeBob's a different beast, though. Yeah. Spon- yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, that, that one sticks out in my head, because that was scary. Like, I, and, like, there was nothing scary about it in hindsight, but, like, at the time, I was terrified. Oh, no, that's freaky. That, that I, used, I used to have a lot of dreams about uh, Chuck E. Cheese <laughs> and a mouse, because I was terrified of Chuck E. Cheese. Were they, like, scary dreams about him? Or? Yeah, they were scared. Well, not really. Like, they weren't... I was scared of him, but, like, I'd have dreams where, like, he'd, like, pants me. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> he'd, like, pants me. Then, like, in one dream, I remember he'd, like, push me down the stairs. He's so humiliating he was, you. He was more of a bully than he was scary. Well, when I was a child, I had, like, reoccurring nightmares. Like, multiple yeah, different so times. Yeah, so did I. Which I know, I've told, I've told Seth about him before. I've probably told you about him, Connor. But, like, I, I, I'll discuss him on the pod because I haven't talked to him about him on the pod. Yeah. So, the first one I would have... Um, if anybody's ever played the backyard baseball or backyard football <laughs> games, um, there was a character, Mr. Clanky. He was like he was like the machine pitcher. Yeah, yeah. For these kids playing their basketball game or baseball game, I wasn't scared of him. Playing he's a game. robot. Yeah, he's a robot. He's a robot. And I wasn't scared of him, like when I would play the game as a kid. But I would have these nightmares where basically he had kidnapped me, and I was a test subject for him <laughs> experimenting on me, and. Dang, Mr. Clanky. Yeah, and it's weird because, like, each time before I had the dream, 
I would know it was coming because I would hear like my heartbeat in my ears, <laughs> but and I it sounded like a train to me, so I thought that it was like a train. Uh-huh. And then there would be a loading screen before the dream <laughs> with him. It would have Mister Clunky's little icon from the game, yeah. and then a loading screen. Yeah. <laughs> and then I I remember two specific dreams I had with Mister Clunky. One was I was at Sam's house. We've talked about Sam a lot on this episode. <laughs> I was at Sam's house in his room, his old house, and um, basically. I was, um, like, I was in a baby's crib. I was yeah. in his room, and there was two baby's cribs in the room. Mm-hmm. I was in one of the cribs. And you were one of the little tots. Not, <laughs> I, I, was just, I don't know how young I was when this happened, <laughs> but it was just me in the room, and the, the test for Mr. Clunky was that I wasn't supposed to jump from bed, like, from crib to crib. I was uh-huh. just supposed to stay in one crib, Yeah, but Import- I couldn't resist. Yeah, important research Mr. Clunky's <laughs> doing there. I couldn't resist. I start jumping back and forth, and then it would always happen when I would mess up a test, he would come yeah. in to, like, Punish me. Yeah. And he would like walk in, like, scary, <laughs> scary. <laughs> and I would hear his like robot steps coming in. Yeah. And, you know, each time he'd like yeah. be walking down the hall to get me. <laughs> but, um, and I'd always wake up right before he got. Yeah. yeah. Well, dude, I've had dreams like that yeah. where like it's, it's reoccurring dreams and I'll be like, when the dream starts, I'll be like, oh no, I hope it's not this dream. And then I'll like manifest it. Like yeah. it'll become that dream because so I was thinking about it. Do you like know when you're dreaming? Like if you had a dream where you realize that you're dreaming? Yes. Okay. So yeah, I've had dreams like that where I've been like, oh no, it's this dream again. Yeah. But like, I've, I never thought to like lucid dream, you know? Yeah. Well, I know I had one dream where like, I've never lucid dreamed either, but I remember having one dream where I was just like aware that like like I was in some sort of dangerous situation I was like aware that it couldn't hurt me and I was like oh whatever but then like I'm pretty sure I was like about to die and it really scared me still well I was um I remember that I I in one of my Mr. Clanky dreams I realized that I was dreaming and I tried to manipulate the dream but I couldn't yeah because I remember what happened was in this one I was at my grandparents house and I was in like one of the rooms and it was some kind of like it was something like a teacher would have in their classroom where you'd like hang it up on the wall and like put like papers into little like sheets of plastic. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking? It was something like that. Yeah. Um, but it was also like a like screen. <laughs> so I was like, I was doing some kind of like, I think it was like I was answering questions or something like that on this little screen. And I kept on like messing it up. And so I like hit on the screen and then like an alert came up when Mr. Plank's like, mm, yeah. mm. and then of course he started coming to get me. <laughs> Bad move. And so I run out of there and then I'm in the hallway like waiting for him and I see him and I'm like, wait a second, this is a dream. I can like do stuff. <laughs> so I remember like trying to like cast spells on him. Like, yeah. Fireball. And I stuck my hand out. <laughs> nothing comes out. Yeah. And I keep on Dude. trying to throw fireballs at him. Nothing. <laughs> And I woke up. Maybe you're in Mr. Clanky's dream. Yeah. <laughs> dude, you're in Mr. Dude, he's like some kind of like Freddy Krueger character. Where he's like, yeah, but you're I not. I haven't dreamed about Mr. Clanky in a long time. Well, maybe you will tonight. I hope you do tonight. Dude, if I do, I'll report back on the on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Just come could, back here at If you have any dreams about Mr. Clanky, I'll yeah, you'll be, you'll, you'll be the first to know. That's creepy to me. I. Do you ever have any reoccurring dreams, Connor? I, I just have like, I never have dreams where the same thing happened. Or like. I don't know, I feel like I'll have dreams where, like, the environment is the same. Like, there's one dream, I can vividly picture, like, a neighborhood that doesn't really exist, but it, a lot of my dreams take place there, but, that like, it's never, like, there's never any sort of, like, similar plot to it, yeah. it's just I, that, always the same environment. Okay, well, recently, I was about to say I don't have reoccurring dreams anymore, but I dream a lot about amusement parks. Oh, yeah. And it's, like, they're always, like, shut down, like, abandoned amusement parks or whatever, and we always have, like... The dream always goes, like, there's, like, a certain amount of time we have there before the park closes, and we have to, like, ride everything, but we never make it, and the <laughs> park always closes while we're in there. And I remember, like, not too long ago, I was telling my sister 
about having dreams about amusement parks, and she was like, I have those same dreams, <laughs> which is weird. That's <laughs> yeah. weird to me. Well, my father also, he had a recurring dream when he was a kid. And I'll try to remember best I can, because I don't, but uh, it was something where he would be, like, in his backyard from when, when he was a little kid. Yeah. And him and, like, his friends, his brothers maybe, were playing out there, and then, like, this music would start. And it was, like, the Riddler's theme from the Adam West Batman TV show. <laughs> And so, like, this song would start, and then I think it was, like, Ronald McDonald, or one of the McDonald's, like, mascots, uh-huh. yeah. was, like, coming to get him. Yeah. And, uh, and so the kids, basically, uh, to, to avoid being attacked by Ronald McDonald, I don't, it may not have been Ronald McDonald, it may have been somebody else, but they had to run to the sides of the yard, or else he would get him. Yeah. And so all the kids would run, and then my dad, he always said when he would try and run, he would, you know, start floating. You know, yeah. you can't run in a dream. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. your arms and your legs, but you can't get anywhere. Yeah. Place. Yeah, he, start, he starts floating, and then they would get him. What's with corporate mascots that makes kids so yeah. Dude, kids are scared of capitalism, <laughs> man. Kids are scared of capitalism. Were you ever scared of a mas- like a corporate mascot? I was, scared, I was scared to death of Chuck E. Cheese. And probably a little bit Ronald McDonald, too. Um, Yeah, I don't think Mr. Clanky counts as a corporate mascot. <laughs> no, he's... Um, he's a friend I also <laughs> Mr. Clanky is a friend of yeah he's, a, he's supposed to be, in the game he's not like a bad guy did that like ruin your did those dreams like ruin your like no. ability to play the game no cause and I would like to play like as Mr. Clanky <laughs> in the game I wasn't scared of him but um yeah I, I also would. I used to have these dreams with this plankton like monster from Spongebob <laughs> that would try and attack me I know two Spongebob dreams I've, I've told Seth about this before and he makes fun of me because he thinks it's dumb to call him plankton <laughs> Because he doesn't really look that much like Plankton. But basically, you picture Plankton, all right? This, I'll get to what he looks like. Plankton, but he's red. He's got two eyes, and he's not, like, he's round. He's not pill-shaped. He's round. <laughs> yeah, so not Plankton. <laughs> but he had, he's like he has the yellow Plankton eyes, and he's got the little antenna things that Plankton okay. has. Did he talk like Plankton? I don't or know did if he, he talk? ever talked. But ba- in those dreams, basically, he was trying to capture me and turn me into one of him. Yeah. Uh, but this is interesting. The very last dream I ever had <laughs> with this Plankton guy was um, he was coming to get me, and then uh, Scooby-Doo in the, the mystery machine ran him over. <laughs> and we all thought he was dead, but it made him stronger. And then we were on, like, a spaceship, and he was, like, gigantic. Yeah. And he was, like, trying to get us. And I remember, like, waking up that night, freaked out, and I go to my parents, and I'm like, I had a nightmare with the monster, and uh, Scooby-Doo was there. And they're like, what? What are you talking about, Scooby-Doo? But um, that was you, the very last dream I ever had with him. Well, didn't you say that you saw him standing in your doorway once? Yeah, that was, I remember that was like a, an image from one of the dreams I would have. Because um, I remember I was in in that dream, I was like sleeping in my brother's bedroom, mm-hmm. like on the on the ground, like on a mattress or something. And in the dream, I was like getting up out of my the mattress, and I saw him standing in my brother's doorway. And it was like a yeah. silhouette almost. Really? You know, very scary. <laughs> very, very scary. And I also remember one dream with him where I was like, in my house, there's, you can kind of, like, run a circle around uh, the house because it all kind of connects back. So I was, like, running around that circle, and he was after me. I remember, like, <laughs> hiding. and or Very scary stuff. Very yeah. freaky. How tall was he? He was short. He was, like... He's a little guy? <laughs> was he plankton size or He was, bigger? like, less than two feet tall. Maybe, well, like, maybe less than a foot. That's, uh, nothing, that's nothing to be scared about. But he was fast. <laughs> oh, he was fast? <laughs> yeah, he was fast. And in the last episode, he was gigantic. I call yeah, it. in the last episode. <laughs> I had... Uh, I was always being chased by stuff in dreams, it seems like. It got to a point where I, like, I had so many, like, reoccurring bad dreams that I yeah. got, like, a dream catcher. Mm-hmm. You guys ever had one of those? Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, and I remember it didn't work. I was sad. 
Wait, also, do you guys dream in first person or third person, typically? First. I don't think I've ever dreamed in uh, third. I don't know. I dream I think in second I've... person. I'm you. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, I know I dream... I was just thinking about that, because, like, I know most of my dreams take place in first person, but, like, there was one dream where I was, like, riding along, um, like, the flood wall, like, the yeah. Greenway Trail or whatever, and I was, like... In our town. Yeah. In our town, we've got a... There's a flood wall on the Ohio River, and then there's a Greenway Trail. It's a walking trail. Too. Yeah. And, like, I was riding my bike along that, and then it, like, shifted to third person, but, like, it looked like a... Like, you know those, like, platform games, like, the Mario games where you just, like... Yeah. Yeah. It looked like that, and I was, like... I was so confused, because I had never dreamed in third person before. Oh, that's weird. That is really weird. I... I remember one dream as a kid where I... I don't remember what the dream was about, but it was in in first person, and then I died, and then I saw myself... That's weird. ...in third person from, like, an out-of-body, like... View. Mm. It was weird. I've never had like an out of body dream before. Like a what's what's it called? Sleep uh, paralysis. Yeah. You ever had one of those? I well, never I had that. One time, so this is this is a weird dream that I had, um, but I know it had to have been a dream because it couldn't have been anything else. But but basically, so in this dream, I was like laying face down on my pillow, and on like the pillow there was like a a picture of the Mad Hatter from Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. I was laying face down on the pillow right where the Mad Hatter was. <laughs> As you do. <laughs> and, but the Mad Hatter was, like, moving around. Like, he was, like, real in the, you know, the drawing yeah. on, the, on the pillow was, like, moving to around. To clarify, this is not real life. <laughs> Could have been. Uh, okay. In an alternate reality. <laughs> but he, um, but it, it's, like, I say that because it's, like, similar to, like, a sleep paralysis type feeling, I think. Oh, yeah. Because what had happened was, yeah. um, so the Mad Hatter started, like, punching me in the face <laughs> on the pillow <laughs> And then I, every time I'd try and pick my head up off of the pillow, like, the tag on my shirt would, like, touch my neck in a weird way. And it, like, mm-hmm. it was like it weirdly tickled me <laughs> to a point where I couldn't move. <laughs> so I was just laying there, unable to move my head back. <laughs> so I couldn't do anything. <laughs> I keep dropping Dude, you my gotta phone. stop it. <laughs> uh, and then, so what I did in the dream to defeat the Mad Hatter, instead of pushing my head back, I pushed it forward and crushed him to death. <laughs> <laughs> do you still have that pillow? I never had a Mad Hatter pillow. It never existed. Oh, yeah. oh I thought you actually had a no, Mad Hatter. I was like, that's a weird pillow to have. <laughs> I never had that pillow. It was in the dream. But huh, I did. I had a pillow that had like the Super Friends on it. You know, like Batman and yeah, uh, yeah, Wonder Woman, yeah. Superman. Did you ever practice kissing on it? <laughs> no. <laughs> I kissed on the Mad Hatter pillow. <laughs> that's what I was good at. <laughs> Wait, also, do you think that blind people? Dream like people that are born. Oh blind. yeah, I think that'd be a question for a blind person. Yeah, I need to get a blind person. I don't want to assume. Yeah, well, I wonder. Like, I think they definitely. I think they definitely dream, but it's probably not like they. Mm, that's the same way. I feel like it's dream. just like somehow. Like I feel like they might have stuff like going on in dreams, but like I feel like it would just be different from us in a way that we can't really. Well, because like, what senses are used to dream? Yeah, I don't I mean, know. Like, I don't know if it's a sense. It's part of the. It's like a weird part of the brain. Yeah, but but I also think that like. But like you see. You well, see it in your head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, I guess you hear things. It's also, like... I don't know. Let's let's say, like... Because I think it would be different for someone who's been blind their entire life and somebody who's lost their sight. Yeah. Right, right now. yeah. Um, that'd be interesting. We need to get a blind person on the pod. Yeah. We need a blind person on the pod. Mm. Yeah. Dang. I also, oh wait, I remembered another dream that I had. I the SpongeBob one was I think the scary. Like in just looking back, that was the scariest one. But then I remembered another was, one that I had yeah. where it was like I was just like in an attic. It was like the shortest dream ever. But I was in an attic and I was just like looking around and I saw like a picture of a 
it was like, I think it was George Washington. Like, I was looking around the <laughs> attic, and I saw a picture of George Washington, and I was like, oh, it's a picture of George Washington. And then I heard a gunshot, and I started, like, falling down, and I woke up, <laughs> I woke up screaming because I was terrified. <laughs> was it George Washington? I don't know. When was that? A long time. It was like, I was probably like, it was probably around the same year that I had the SpongeBob dream. He's <laughs> <laughs> looking at George Washington. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever had a dream like so bad you couldn't go to sleep afterwards? I probably have, but I, I've never had like a dream where like I wake up and I'm like screaming. I that was no. whenever I had that gunshot dream, I woke up screaming. Like, I was, oh really? Yeah. I think I've like woken up in like a sweat before. You know, like I wake up in a cold. Yeah. Sweat. Yeah. <gasps> have you ever woke up like? Well, because we were talking about like. The emotions that you're like you have in dreams carrying over to real life. Have you yeah. ever had like any dreams where like the happiness in the dream carries over to real life? Yes. Okay, I was gonna say something about that. Um, I had a dream once where like I I don't remember much from it, but I remember it was like Christmas Day, and I ran downstairs and I was like opening gifts and getting all this cool stuff, and then I woke up and then I was really depressed. Yeah. I, well, one didn't time get any I of that stuff. I had a dream one time where. Um, I was, like, in my room, and then my mom came in. She had, like, a shirt that had, like, a fish on it. She was like, hey, do you want the shirt? And I was like, nah. <laughs> and then I woke up, and I was like, I really want that shirt. And I went down, yeah. and I was like, mom, where's the shirt? And she was like, what? Yeah. It was a dream. <laughs> I had, I also had, like, at one point while I was, this was, like, while I was in the dorm at college, and there were, I had three other roommates at the time, and we were in a bunk bed, and, like, I was on the bottom bunk, and I was having a dream where, like, I don't remember exactly what happened, but it was again with Sam, mm-hmm. and Sam said, like, a poop joke that was, like, just, I can't remember what it was, but I remember thinking, oh, that's so stupid, but I was laughing so hard at it, and I woke up laughing, and I was what like... was the joke? Do you know the I, joke? No, I don't remember. Oh. I just remember it had something to do with poop. And Dang, like, I bet it was funny. And But my sounds roommate was, like... It sounds really funny. <laughs> my roommate was, like, climbing down the ladder, and so, like, he was right next to me, and I just started laughing. I woke up laughing, and he was like... I, I hope he didn't notice me, but... I remember uh, my roommate used to say that I would, like, thrash in my sleep. <laughs> like, I, would, I guess I would just thrash. You ever yeah. you ever sleepwalked? I never sl- sleepwalked. My brother used to. Did um, he ever walk into your room? <laughs> no, but, like, I never saw him do it. My mom did. Um, but I think I mumble in my sleep. Because Will used to say that I would, like, mumble. I think, oh. I think I may, like, have, like, said somebody's name one yeah. time <laughs> in my sleep. Oh, yeah, my brother said that, like, every once in a while we would share a room whenever we went to this one vacation place. Mm-hmm. But we would um, share a room, and he said that I would talk a lot. Like, not anymore, but, like, he said back then I would talk a lot in my sleep. And he, I would just say, like, just, like, not anything coherent. But I remember one time he said that, um, like, he was just sitting there on his computer, and I was asleep, and I just said, my body. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, that was it. I remember my roommate said that, like, I said somebody's name, but, like, it wasn't the name of anybody that, like, I know. Like, it was just, like, a random name. Yeah. Oh, it was Mr. Clunky. <laughs> I, I said, you're like, Mr. Clunky. <laughs> dude, dude, maybe I, you need I, I to see. I kind of want to manifest a new Mr. Clunky dream to keep the episode. Yeah, going. to keep, dude, yeah. bring Mr. Clunky back. Yeah. And see what happens next. You think if I can conquer him. You I'd be scared. Like, it would, yeah. If I had another Mr. Clunky dream, I'd be free. Yeah, after this long. He'd be, yeah, because he's been waiting for you. Yeah. Dude, he's when was the last time you had me. one? I was young. Like, I, I was pretty young when I had those. Uh-huh. It's um, been a while since I've had a Chuck E. Cheese dream. Maybe I'll really? have one of those. Maybe I'll have an amusement park dream with Chuck E. Cheese. Dude, yeah. <laughs> That'd be I, creepy. Yeah, it would be creepy. <laughs> I need to... I'd be for it, though. I've been... I, every once in a while, I kind of try to lucid dream, you know? But I also think that, like, 
you know, like what you were saying, where like if I think about something as I'm going to bed, sometimes I'll dream about it. Yeah. So I need to just like put a picture of Mr. Clanky up by my yeah. bed. Yeah, stare do at it. it tonight, tonight, you need I'll to do an experiment. <laughs> Look at a bunch of pictures of Mr. Clanky. Play some backyard baseball. Yeah. I'll before you go to bed, and you'll yeah. I'll report See back if in. you have a Mr. Clanky dream because mm-hmm. I'm really interested in that. <laughs> but yeah, I used to. Uh, I used to keep a journal because I was really into mm-hmm. trying to lucid dream. Yeah. And uh, it never happened. But, like, I remember I'd try to fall asleep and, like, think of, like, whatever yeah. I wanted to dream about, like, over and over again. But Well, I, I heard of one technique that you're, you're supposed to do, and I've tried this a couple of times. never worked for me. Mm-hmm. But one thing that they do recommend when you're trying to dream is you need to be, like, thinking of your dreams. So, like, keeping a journal helps. Yeah. But they said what you're supposed to do is go to sleep, set an alarm for, like, five hours, so you'll wake up in five hours, because, like, that's supposed to be, like, in the middle of one of the cycles where you'll be the most tired when oh, you yeah. wake up, because you have to go back to sleep. Mm-hmm. So you wake up, and then what you do is you, like, you, like, with your hand, you just, like, make these slight motions with your fingers, like you're playing two notes on a piano, you know, just, like, with your two, uh, your index and your middle finger. You're just mm-hmm. supposed to be doing that as you go back to sleep, because what it's supposed to do is, like, moving the muscles in your finger is supposed to keep some part of your brain awake as the rest of you falls asleep. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so, like, yeah, and then you're supposed to be able to lucid dream after that. Well, honestly, though, like, I feel like I wouldn't want a lucid dream because, like, okay. I, I've thought about that before where, like, like, I've read stuff about how to lucid dream and stuff, but I just kind of like stuff just happening. Like, I like just not being in control <laughs> at all. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you about one of the scariest dreams I've heard anybody tell me. This was my roommate. Yeah. Uh, my roommate, Will. So one night we had a big discussion about dreams and we were talking about lucid dreaming and stuff. And he said this one dream that he had that freaked me out when I heard about it. So basically in the dream, I think he said he was at like a party and he went into the bathroom. And because I also hear that you're not supposed to look into mirrors. Right. I was going to say something. Yeah. Wait, what? You're not supposed to look into mirrors. Because I feel like if I had a lucid dream, the first thing I would do would be Manifest look at a mirror. mirror. Yeah. yeah. And then just have a freak. Oh, like in the dream? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but so then what happened was... Um, in this dream, which I don't think this was a lucid dream. I don't think... But he just, uh... He looked at himself in the mirror, and then he couldn't move. He just, like, froze in place, couldn't move. And he didn't know it was a dream. Mm-hmm. So he, he told me he thought he was having a stroke. He just, like, looked at himself and was frozen. Yeah. And just couldn't move any muscle. And that freaked me yeah, out. Like, that. Well, you scary. told me once that... You told me something that freaked me out. You said in college you had a professor who used to lucid dream so much that he had to stop. Yeah, because he couldn't, he couldn't like, differentiate the dreams from his real life. Oh, like, yeah. He was having trouble with that. That's, that's freaky to me. So man. he stopped. Yeah, that, that gets me more than but that. But that wasn't, that wasn't my professor. That was one of my friend's professors. Oh, okay. But, like, imagine, but, yeah. how much, like, how much would you have to do it to not be able to tell real life from Yeah, you? that is, it's freaky. But he said that, like, my friend said that that professor would keep a, a journal, and that was one of the things that helped him. Huh. Um be able to, to dream like that but dang yeah I just like like I don't know I feel like lucid dreaming would just like I don't want to have that much power in my dream I just like <laughs> seeing I everything I want to I, I want to uh, what if you guys had a lucid dream what would you dream about I think I would start with something small like flying oh yeah you know? I'd fly first yeah that's what my I dad was telling me I've had flying dreams before yeah my dad was telling dream. me that like at one point like I don't remember when like a long time ago he said that he had a dream where like I don't know if he was controlling it for some reason like I feel like he said he could control it but I don't know for sure but he said he was just like flying around and it was that like it was weird because he said that that was at a time where like he felt really like confident about himself and just like all this stuff and he was like yeah that dream was like seemed like the culmination of like all of my feelings i was like oh that's interesting (laughs) that's pretty cool well i remember so my first year of college i had a psychology class my professor was like 
she had like done a lot of studies about dreams and uh, like you know that kind of stuff and so one of our projects was that we had to write down all of our dreams we had to like keep a journal of our dreams and then we had to pick one and try and interpret it and like we had to make a children's book yeah. about what the message of the dream was mm. and uh, with mine I had a dream where I was um, I, I was flying and I remember I like I flew to like um, our friend Brian's house and I, I remember seeing like a bunch of people there and stuff and I saw I flew around different places of Paducah and so my interpretation was that I was missing home oh so yeah that's yeah. what I made my children's book about wow but uh, sad. yeah I feel like my dreams would make a really weird children's book <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like for me it'd be like it's like Okay, so then Tony Soprano goes into the <laughs> Minecraft desert, and he goes into the village, and he's worried about ratings. <laughs> and the, the message is that always have good ratings. <laughs> the message is go watch The Sopranos. <laughs> yeah, it's don't jump to the shark on your TV show. <laughs> they never jump the shark. I'm giving a mosquito bite on my wrist. Wow. Well... Connor, you got any last thoughts? That's good. That's a good. Honestly, I don't know about that. <laughs> mosquito bite on my wrist. No, I'm, I'm just. I feel bad for Louis for the mosquito bite. That's my last thought. Oh, but yeah. Hope your mosquito guy bite gets better. Thank you. Well, I will. I'll report back in if I have a Mr. Clinky dream. I'm gonna try yes. to manifest it. I'm yeah, gonna, yeah. I'm gonna really try. I'm gonna. Maybe, maybe I should. Maybe I'll try and lucid dream. That's what I was gonna say. Dude, uh, no, wait, no, no, no. I'm too scared of that. That's freaky. Dude. No, no. You no. know what would be cool? You know what would be cool? Your final dream with Mister Clanky is one where you finally take him down. You're like, no, dude. I'm scared that, like, I'm scared that I'm gonna be lucid dreaming, and he's gonna be like, he's gonna be like, all right, mirror. You're, you're, yeah, your first task is to look in his mirror. Yeah, and I'm but gonna, no, I'm, if he I'm is sure. he like reflective? Is he like? He's like a robot, so is he like reflective? Not really. I think he was like built by the children, so he's kind of just made out of scrap. <laughs> okay. I, think I always kind of t- took it as that. Was it like the kids built him? Okay, so you can see yourself in Mr. Clinky. No. I okay, also, so you're covered there. But like, I also in the dreams, like, he was like cartoony. He, you know. Yeah. Dude, I want you to take Mr. Clinky down. I want you to have yeah. a well, dream. I want you to lucid dream. I want you to finally take Mr. Clinky down. That's what your lucid dream I'll is. I'll start with Mr. Clinky because I'm less scared of him than I am of the red monster, the red plankton. Oh, then you need to take him down. Okay. Because I don't think, I, in that final dream, I don't think we ever defeated him. The red plankton? Yeah. I don't think we defeated him. <laughs> no. You need to take, you need to have, start lucid dreaming, and your mission, your goal, should be to take down all the monsters <laughs> in your dreams from the those, past. Those are really the two. I, like... Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't think. And I'll take down. I'll take down uh, Charles Entertainment Cheese. <laughs> I'll I'll pants him. Yeah, yeah, yeah you'll push him. You'll, I'll you'll push pants him, him and push him down the stairs. I'll, I'll push him down the stairs. Yeah. See how he likes it. <laughs> All right. Well, well, this has been a great episode. Connor, thanks for having me. Thank, thank you for you being for on. on. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have you back again someday to discuss your your latest dreams. Yeah. The, the distance between this episode <laughs> and the next. Yep. Well, sweet dreams, everybody. (laughs) Good night, sweet dreams. Dream well, dream big, and we'll see you next time. This has been Please Talk to Me.